I'm Dr. Sarah Dill, and this is the Stressless Physician Podcast, episode number 104. Welcome to the Stressless Physician Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Dill, MD. Using my unique combination of coaching and mindfulness tools, I will teach you practical ways to reduce your stress level, feel happier at work, and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I am great. I got back from a, I guess it was a week-long conference on Maui, but I spent a couple days extra on the front end of things and also got to see a dear friend. She and I were co-residents together way back when, a long time ago now, 20 years. And it was great to see her and her husband. And I learned a lot. I love going to conferences. I don't know about you, but I love learning new things. I love catching up with people. And this conference in particular, since it's on Maui, tends to be very high yield. Because as I told my patients when they were teasing me about skipping out on classes, is that when Maui is waiting for you, the lectures better be high yield and focused and great, or you really will leave. But it was a super great conference, very fun, very educational And Maui was beautiful as well. So I hope you all get to enjoy some amazing educational and beautiful conferences as well. And I will say my podcast episode that is out this week is on the idea about arguing less and not having to be right all the time. And I feel like some of the lectures were a funny version of that in that, I don't know if this has happened to you, but have you ever been to a lecture or maybe read a book or even seen a study that completely upended something you had really believed was true? And we had a couple lectures that really pretty much put the nail in the coffin of a couple tried and true treatments that I always go through with some of my patients. And there was a really interesting study that was mentioned about essential oils. And this might seem sort of random, but it was a reminder to me to not try to hold on to being right as much. And for any of you who are maybe friends with a dermatologist or are dermatologists, generally we aren't huge fans of essential oils, mostly because we tend to see a lot of people who are allergic to fragrance and allergic to lots of different products. And so for me personally, I have a fragrance allergy. And so I often try to avoid right, exposing myself to different scents, even if they are pure or organic natural essential oils. But one of our speakers started one of his talks just telling us that if we don't use essential oils, we are literally dumb, right? As in stupid. And then he showed this super interesting study. It was a small study, but it was on olfactory experiences. So patients, older patients from 60 to 85, 
in this particular study were exposed to seven different essential oils for two hours at night while sleeping and experienced a 266% increase in memory and cognition, which is amazing. So my friend and I, we have now changed our minds about essential oils and we are buying the diffuser and the essential oils, right? This is just a funny example of yet again, why letting go of needing to be right or assuming I'm right or always believing that what I think is true is true is very helpful. So that was a little bit of a aside and a long lead into what I want to talk to you about today, which is how to control what you can and let the rest go. And this topic sort of came up for me because I was recently traveling. And as anyone who has traveled recently or really anytime, especially flying these days, you know that travel is a great example of controlling what you can and letting the rest go. And when we don't let the rest go, it tends to lead to frustration, upset, anger, resentment, all of those things. And I think this is a great lesson for life in general and something that many of us have actually gotten better about handling, I think, as a so-called silver lining of COVID, which was a big lesson in what we could control and what we couldn't. And the spoiler here is that often there is very little that we actually have control over. One of the reasons that I love coaching so much is that really, when it comes down to it, what we control is ourselves to the best of our ability, given what we are thinking and believing in the moment. So even if I rewind to myself, to a younger version of myself, I could only control at the time what I was able to do based on what I was thinking and believing at the time. Same with now. Our control is that pause between our experience in the world and then how we respond, how we react, what we think and feel. And not even what we think in the sense of we can't control maybe thoughts as they arise, but we are often able to give ourselves more space between what we're thinking and feeling and our belief in it and our need to act on it right? That's what I talk about all the time on this podcast is that power in the pause between life and how we think, feel, act, and the results we create for ourselves. And so I really want to encourage you to think about the last time you were upset or you were frustrated. Chances are it was at least in part because we were trying to control something that we didn't have control over. So to give an example at work, a lot of the times when my patients show up late, I right, think thoughts that make me feel frustrated and upset. When really the thought that I can somehow control when my patients show up is not actually true. Yes, I do think that it's helpful to think about all the ways you can try to improve the likelihood that a given patient will show up early, right? Do their paperwork or show up on time, right? And that you will then not be running late. But really, if I had to put money on what I could control, 
in spite of my best attempts of reminders of everything, of not seeing really late patients, charging a no-show or a late fee, whatever it is, right? What can I control? Can I control when other people show up to their appointments? No, I can't. What I get to control is how I respond. I can control whether I decide to see a late patient or whether I don't decide. For some of you that maybe work in larger groups, you might not even control exactly whether or not you will see a late patient. Your practice may have a policy, right? A global policy that you see anyone who's late or maybe half an hour late or maybe an hour late, right? Or 10 minutes late. So in that case, you might not even control that directly. Of course, you do have control in the sense of choosing to work where you work. And sometimes that can be a helpful reminder if you're feeling very disempowered, which will usually show up by feeling angry, upset, resentful, or argumentative, right? That's how I know that I am maybe trying to control the uncontrollable. And I want to offer you a perspective, too, that maybe feels like a little bit of a positive spin on this, which is that I think some of this is good news. I think as physicians especially, we feel this sense of responsibility to want to control our patients' health, their outcomes. We want to, sometimes we feel a sense of responsibility to try to improve the world, right? Or take responsibility for fixing so many things that are literally outside of our power, outside of our ability to control the outcome. It doesn't mean that we don't show up and try. It doesn't mean that we don't show up and do our best. It doesn't mean that we don't show up and try to influence the positive outcomes, the changes that we want to see in the world or with our patients or with our families or with ourselves. It just means we understand that we are going to engage in whatever it is we feel passionately about. We're going to engage with whatever it is that we're doing with our work in the world or our mission in life or anything with our passions And yet we are going to leave the results a little bit up in the air. And the reason I think that really getting honest with controlling what you can and letting the rest go is good news is that it's very stressful and it causes a lot of our negative emotions when we're trying to control the uncontrollable, which may be other people. This may include our children, right? This may include our patients. This may include our friends or our family. Or we're trying to control the uncontrollable, which may look like trying to control every detail of travel, airplanes, the world, animals, all sorts of things that we try to control. I want you just to think about if you honestly just let the rest go, let go of everything you can't control, and you just really focused on controlling what you can, would your life be easier? Would it be easier emotionally? Would you stress less? Would you argue with reality less? Would you enjoy the flow of life more? I think the answer is yes. I think it's very difficult for us at times to sort of drop the tendency to try to control what we can't control. And yet it's sort of funny, right? Because I'm not asking you to give up control. 
I'm just asking you to give up the belief, the false belief in trying to control the uncontrollable. And notice if you feel lighter when you do so. I do. And this doesn't mean I don't constantly check my airline app to see if a better seat has opened up so that I can change seats, right? I can actually control that if I see it in time. I can't control it 100%, right? And this doesn't mean like I don't try to inform my patients about the need to show up early or show up on time, right? I do, and yet I drop the ultimate control over whether they choose to do so or not and focus again on me and my response, right? My reaction, my decision to really decide how I want to feel about the inevitable, right? Late patient or patient who doesn't improve or person who criticizes me or missed flight or late flight or canceled flight, right? Any of that. When I was on vacation and at this conference, it was held, of course, at a really lovely hotel. And anyone who knows me knows that I really enjoy my two cups of coffee in the morning. And this hotel ran out of their Nespresso pods on the second day I was there. And they claimed it was a supply issue. I mean, imagine a huge hotel running out of these. And it was going to be about three or four days until they got any more. That actually took a a lot of sleuthing to figure out that that was indeed the problem, right? I called housekeeping for more pods. I talked to the front desk for more coffee pods, all sorts of things. It did result in my getting a couple extra ones that first uh, day that they had run out and then they were out. And so I could be mad about it or disappointed about it, or I could just decide, well, how was I going to get my coffee? Luckily, the conference was starting and I got my coffee there. So noticing what I can control, how I can be an advocate for myself, and yet also letting the rest go, which for me has the result of making me feel a lot more peaceful, of making my life less conflict-filled, of making my life flow easier, and of making me enjoy my life more. Really check in with yourself, especially if you are feeling some strong negative emotions. Are you focusing on controlling what you can and letting the rest go? Or are you trying to control the uncontrollable? And can you just let that go? That is what I have for you today. I'm going to keep it short and sweet because I know I had a lot of stories in there. If you need help with this, if you need help with just controlling what you can and letting the rest go, I love working on that. This is something I've worked on a lot with myself. And so I'm sort of an expert on doing this. And it's still a work in progress for me. So sometimes I still try to hang on and control the things that are not controllable, at least not by me. So reach out anytime. My email is Sarah, S-A-R-A at sarahdill.com. No H on Sarah. And I will respond back to you. I answer all my own emails. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. If you are a busy practicing physician ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more, and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, sign up for a consult call with me at saradill.com. That's S-A-R-A-D-I-L-L.com. 
It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.